did you see the Twitter chain that the Disney Plus Twitter account put out? No. Disney Plus started tweeting every single one of the shows and movies that were going to be on the service. Like one tweet at a time. God. And it's literally so (laughs) long. That'd be so annoying for people that follow them. Kazam, Kazam with Shaq will be on here. Oh, good, good. Oh, this, man, Disney Plus is going to be so good for our podcast, Joel. <laughs> Finally, somewhere it's else to go be besides Netflix. so good, Joel. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Kazam is going on the list. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Nah, you know what? This is the last episode. No, you can't. You legally have to. <laughs> legally. Shit, I signed a six-year contract for $2. Yep. Nah, beans. Welcome back, everyone, to J&J Lose the Plot, a podcast about two friends just hanging out and having some fun. My name is Josh. My name is Joel, and this week we're talking about Halloween Town. Yeah, the 1998 Disney original movie, Halloween Town. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know about you, Joel, but I grew up watching this movie every single halloween i didn't i feel like i i feel like i missed out because when we posted about that right a lot of people interacted with it i was like ah, i feel right i feel yeah bad it, it's feel kind of become awful. this cult classic almost mm-hmm. and yeah so i'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit later or maybe you know maybe we'll just jump into talking about it right now but yeah, why not? There is kind of this whole other like subgenre of Disney movies called DCOMs. Right. And it's Disney comedies and it's like Disney Channel original movies. Right. And there's there's hundreds of them. Yeah, I imagine. Um and they're all like low budget made for TV movies, but a lot of them kind of have a lot of like personality and quirkiness to it and they ended up becoming these cult classics sometimes Mm -hmm. for good or for bad like sometimes they're classics for just being really awful movies but a lot of the times they're kind of treasured for being these like nostalgic fun movies that we grew up watching as kids and they might not always be good movies but they're still loved because they were kind of there and fun when we were little and That's really how I feel about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was your first time watching it, correct? Uh, I think I've watched it before, okay. like in the background, but I didn't remember like anything. So okay. basically the first time watching it. Okay, so why don't you give me your first impressions then? Well, I think I thought it was actually pretty cute. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't think, like a lot of people told me that, oh, you're going to need a nostalgia factor. It's not going to be very good. But I don't know. I think. Yeah, it's pretty good. The story like was like, you know, consistent, and uh, it wasn't like groundbreaking or anything, but it was fun. Yeah, the acting wasn't that good, but it was again, it was like, you know, I don't know, it's fun. Yeah, I I think that it's got this charm factor to it that it almost excuses the the bad story and the the kind of the cheesiness cheesiness of it. Yeah. Um, because like the story isn't bad there's a through no. line like you can see you know what they were going for you can see mm-hmm. the character arcs and the growth so yep. everything is all there it's just that it's done in this kind of corny way yeah but 
because there's well, like it's charm for kids though. though, right? Right. Like, it's not supposed to be like it, it's for kids, not like even like tweens or teens. It's like right for for like you know not toddlers, but the eight year olds or whatever. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. I don't think it needs to be more uh, than it is. No, but I. It, it could definitely be better. It's just I a, agree. Yeah, it, it's. I don't know. It's it's kind of sucks that that's an excuse. Because I feel like kids' movies should still be good. Like it yeah. shouldn't be an excuse if it's targeted towards no, but kids. I don't, we've I mean, talked about that before too. But yeah, but I, th- this one's different though because I feel like like sometimes kids' movies are just st- stupid, and we're just like, ah, it's kids' movies. But this one, I feel like, was just obvious. But because it's a kids' movie, it should be a, maybe a little bit more obvious so right. that kids get the the plot. You know, for sure. Yeah. So because if they if they if they do like a huge you know clever twist kids will just be like i don't know i don't get it yeah no that's fair i mean so i guess i i I can kind of like compare it to zootopia it's it's such a weird thing to say but comparing it to (laughs) to something like zootopia where it's like this character who really wants something and then they finally go to that place where their dreams are going to come true and then they've got to learn how to adapt and uh live in that new world and then also kind of solve this mystery that's going on in the background to kind of make the place a better place to live for everybody. Yeah. So there's there's kind of that through line. Obviously, once you start going into details, that kind of comparison falls apart. But yes. I I bring that up because la- like later on I want to talk about world building. Mm-hmm. And I'd really like to compare it to Zootopia because I think Zootopia does it really well. And mm-hmm. maybe this movie not as much, so we'll go into that after. But, uh, but f- so comparing it to Zootopia, I think that they did a really good job. the The filmmakers of Zootopia did a really good job of creating a really fun, interesting story that's geared towards kids, but is still a little bit more adult, and adults can understand and enjoy it as well. That's true, and doesn't yeah. dumb it down. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It, it's such a weird kind of fine line to walk where it's like, yeah, this is a movie for kids and it should be simple for them. But then there's things like that where it's kind of both. And I, yeah. I, I wonder if that has to do with budget and time too. I think and too. Like, and, and just and tone as well. Like right. It was definitely a goofier movie. Yeah, that's um, very I mean, true. If you look at the costumes, like it's mostly just like a mask. Right. And like really yeah, so that much detail. some of them were very good, I thought. Like, yeah. so, like for being a very low-budget movie, I thought some of the designs for the creatures and the, the masks and the costumes were really good. And then there were others that were just so lazy. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. just like a pumpkin they just mask. Monster and they're like, what do we have? What yeah. do we have in the closet? And, and, and like, even the monsters, like, there was, there was one that was walking in the background. It looked like a, a gremlin almost. It had, like, a gremlin yeah. face. But then it's yeah. well, th- their neck, their arms, their legs. They were human, and like it yes. was, it wasn't even that they it was human and they painted them green. It was still yeah. like just human skin color, and then a yeah. green face with like yeah. whatever wacky costume they had on. So some of them were just very lazy, and then some of them, like the fish monster, the snot monster. I think uh, yeah. uh, Sophie calls the that fish thing. Like, that was kind of a cool costume, and you see it for a couple of seconds, and it's hinted at earlier mm-hmm. on. Um, some of the trolls and stuff in the background is, uh, are fun. The ghost yeah. is kind of good. They they did some... That's a fun little scene. Fun little, yeah, effects with him. Yeah. So, like, some of them I thought 
really worked. And then some of them, yeah, just felt very lazy and kind of yeah bad. Yeah, I can see that. That like it was definitely just a TV budget. Mm-hmm. Not right. that I, not like I, I know I descend this movie a lot, but it, um, it's not. It's definitely not perfect. It's just I think it it's for for a TV movie. The story, like I don't know, some big budget films flop for me way harder than this. Like, oh yeah, for sure. I got through it without wanting to shut it off. So that's yeah, that's good. That's saying a lot. That's yeah. very good. Well, mm-hmm. speaking of budget, um, the the this had a very low budget. Uh, it was four million dollars. Okay. And something that I actually learned when doing some research for this was that. The director, Dwayne Dunham, when he was signed on to work on this movie and they started Mm -hmm. writing and coming up with all the ideas and putting everything forward, he was originally told that he had a 20 to 30 million dollar budget. And then then when it came time to make the movie and the script and everything was all set, it was cut to 4 million. Wow. Uh, That's why the costume sucked. And estimated 4 million. Right. Then they did really good then for, for uh, what a twenty five percent yeah of the budget that's, yeah they did good that's crazy right that's wild yeah like even the effects like you can obviously see like the kind of cheesy yes. like special yeah, like effects the, they the, used the school bus is like it's like, <laughs> it's either, like a picture like a model school bus or a picture yeah right it looks it looks like the editing was done in Photoshop mm-hmm. like it, it's it's very like choppy and like there's a, there's a scene where there's a cookie floating off the plate and you can tell that it's yeah. just a picture of a cookie that they're like yeah translating up because it never rotates or you never see any yeah. other side of it yeah, so exactly. I, I think that for four million dollars and how kind of big of a scope this is i thought yeah. it was not bad i mean yeah, we, exactly. we've had a, other movies that we've talked about um that were around that budget that were definitely better like i am mother i think was only five million right but i mean i think yeah i think it was five five or six but um but i also i guess at this point we're kind of comparing apples and oranges it's kind of yes hard to compare the two but uh yeah i think i think for the budget i think it was pretty well done yeah Um, well i think too like a, a lot of things like if you start out knowing that a thing is going to be five million dollars, you plan specifically for five million dollars. Right. If you know it's thirty million dollars, you plan for thirty million dollars. So when it gets cut, you already have all the scenes and stories written out. Right. You, you're not going to scrap. Well, sometimes they scrap that, but if you can't scrap that, then you have to basically split that budget, and that's why the costumes only had twenty five percent of it. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's all just you know. And I mean, the, another thing too is it wasn't even just costume special effects. They had to look animatronics too. Yep. I mean, Benny the, yeah, the skeleton. The skeleton. He was yeah. he was he was completely animatronic, which is crazy. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. for for that low of a budget to have something that has that much personality too. I think the yeah. the voice acting really helped because it was very kind of zany and out there. Yeah, because the animatronic itself. I mean, it was fine, but it wasn't good. Like right. it wasn't a but, Henson's. But uh, it, for for what? for a four million dollar budget, I would have expected just like the mouth to move up and down. Yeah. Where this, mm-hmm. it kind of like goes side to side, and it's got some personality. The eyebrows are moving mm-hmm. up and down, like the cheekbones even have like yeah. controls in them, or, and like move up and down when he smiles or laughs. 
his yeah. like the the holes for his eyes like change shape like it's it's overdone and his eyebrows don't stop moving the entire movie <laughs> but yeah no i know <laughs> and then i think it's because they they had that evil eye shape in there like the when he turns he wants to get them in the car and he's all evil right and i think they were like oh well let's get that in there and then after that they were like well we have a control so they just gave it and then yeah and just, or the puppeteer was just like whirr, 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 whirr. yeah and it just it didn't line up with or maybe they were thinking it was going to be translated a lot so they were just like just do a bunch of things and then they just uh, right <laughs> put a bunch of different languages over it yeah not sure so you know i i guess we didn't even really talk about the story yet no um, so I guess for anybody who hasn't seen this, I'll do kind of a brief summary. You got two minutes for this one. Not even, don't even okay, sweat 20 it. seconds. I've got, that's probably all I need. Three okay. siblings, Marnie, Sophie, and Dylan must travel with their grandmother to the fantastical world of Halloween town. There, they must solve the mystery of the missing townspeople and save this new place from being destroyed. Ooh. That's it. That's very good. Yeah. That's like 12 seconds. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't time you. I'm blanked out. But yeah, so I I think that the story is very basic but fun. Yes. Like it's yeah, it's a good kind of introduction to the world. I think. Um, yeah, I think it's a like I know that you know a lot of people do it and we've done it before, but just put it in the background while carving pumpkins. You know. Yeah. It's a yeah. good like it's just a good mood. You don't have to pay attention to it. It's just silly. Yeah. No, I I could be. Agree. I think you it could be to... sillier. Like it could definitely like amp it up the silliness a little bit. And maybe have a bit more magic stuff. Like, I feel like for a magic movie, there wasn't a lot of yeah magic. Um, yeah. I like that so, whole, like, instant recipe for the spell thing. That yeah, was oh, my funny. God. Yeah, that, that was very funny. And then, like, the double yeah. bubble doil, uh, toil and trouble. Yeah. Like, that's that's very yeah. funny on the microwave. There was those, are, like, funny, clever jokes that... Yeah. Yeah. Given more time, probably could have been even better. Yeah. So... What did you think of the characters? Because I'd really like to kind of go through the characters and chat one yeah. by one about them. Because I think there's a lot right. to kind of discuss here. Yeah. Um, so for me, I think that's mostly my notes, character notes. Yeah. Um, I mean, the mom felt like an infomercial all the time. Like, I feel like like her clothes and her just like the, the way she was filmed, it just felt... Like, she was part of an infomercial, not part of this movie? Yeah, I think it's her. She kind of overacted a little bit. I mean, I think don't think yeah. there's, there's one person in this movie that didn't overact. Even the no. animatronic overact, overacted, yeah. right? So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. that's but kind just, of just the style know. of the decoms. But. Yeah, and I think her character, I mean, you know, they all kind of made sense in, a, in, a wor- in, in this world. Yeah. Um, I think they were all pretty stereotypical, but it's also... You know, an yeah. Older movie, so the stereotypes started at some point. So, um, what did you think of Marnie? She's kind of a brat. Yeah, but at the same time, like I wrote this down, and I was like, "Well, how pissed would you be if you had superpowers? Like, imagine yourself at twelve, mm-hmm. and you wanted superpowers. Like, that's just a fact of a twelve-year-old. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, maybe you didn't want super strength or super speed. Maybe you just wanted like the ability to." You know, get your cup, cup of water closer to you so you don't have to get out of bed. <laughs> right. But, like, we we all wanted superpowers, basically. And to discover that you're, you're, like, could you imagine if this didn't happen and it was the day after your 13th birthday and you figured that out? Ha, ah, I would, God, your life is over at that point. Right. I could have had superpowers. Yeah, it was her 13th Halloween, I believe, right? 
So yeah, she was oh, 13. Right, 13 Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. No, I I agree. Um, I, I don't blame her for being like necessarily kind of uh, bratty or like rebellious mm-hmm. towards her mom. Yeah. But she's also not very magical. No. She doesn't. Her sister is. I, I don't think she ever really uses magic in the movie. No. Like, no. even when she's flying the broom, she couldn't, right? It, her grandmother had to go with her. Yeah. So, there's never a moment... It's really only at the end that you see, like, the one spell. And then she cast the spell when she she, she threw the, the stick down into the pumpkin. She didn't cast the spell, though. She just put the thing into the well, pumpkin. Well, she wanted it. She just thought about it. She wanted and it. And it fell out of her hands and just so happened to, like... But it flipped. And the heavy part's on the top. I guess. Josh, I... that was a spell. I guess it had I, to be. It defied physics. So, yeah, no, I guess you're right. But even at the end, like she's just yeah. holding. Her sister was definitely the most magical. Right? Why wasn't she the hero? Like, why wasn't? Yeah. Well, she was. I mean, every every situation, she was the one who got them out of it. Right. You know, the lock. The the they couldn't remember the spell. Um, like she was basically the the. Yeah, for everything she sh- at the start anyway. She should have been the one running to the pumpkin, mm-hmm. and put like I don't know. It just seemed like, uh, I, I, I yeah. She w- I feel like Sophie was the more interesting character, and yeah. had like the actual powers and yeah. Uh, or or like maybe the writer should have given Marty more to do magic wise. That yeah. maybe Sophie well, couldn't do. I think that's like back to my like one of my first notes was just more magic in general. Yeah, like I think, like I think that they did Sophie very well because she's like a kid and she just does what she wants, right? Like yeah. a young kid, and it just works for her and she doesn't question it. But yeah, like, like for Marnie, it could have been a, a a better discovery arc. Yeah, because she talks about the deja vu thing. Yeah, and then it never happens in the movie. That's true. Yeah, like, there's no. What, like there's there's really kind of nothing that adds to that like mm-hmm. maybe there's maybe because because this the twist of the mayor being the bad guy is not a very good one no you see it coming like you see it coming right away yeah right so yeah. so let's not pretend like the audience is stupid and why not give marnie the vision that the mayor is a bad guy from the beginning yeah and then, and then give a reason to doubt the vision. Yeah, like maybe the mayor does something to save them or help them out, and then she's like, "Oh, must have been nothing." And then yeah. later on, you find out that her vision was right. Or yeah, that would have been good. Like mm-hmm. I don't something like even something even like there maybe even have a vision of what to do with Merlin's talisman. Right. Yeah, that would be actually good. Like a because so the, the little sister would have activated, but she would have. Right, like had the the idea the to, to put it there, which she did. She yeah. does in the movie, but it's never because of a vision. She just goes, "Oh, it must it's go, in go in the, the pumpkin. pumpkin." It's like really, yeah. I yeah. guess you've you've gone there. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like the, there was no reason for them to like have Marnie as the main character. Yeah, uh, I mean, it could have easily just been about like you could have just made Sophie the the marnie character and gotten rid of one of them like i don't think that having both of them added anything to the story 
having the the character that's good at magic and has always wanted to do magic their entire life and then the kid that doesn't believe in magic and thinks it's hokey and wants to go back yeah it's very like mathematical and logical and you know science-based those two will play off each other well and then having the third kid it just doesn't fit unless you find something else for them to do or or you have the three kids and you just give marnie more magic and more yeah like powers more something something more to do in the story yeah exactly it's it's really just the three kids stumbling through everything yeah and that marnie is kind of just the right i don't know i mean even if like point like maybe even have it like marnie her whole life she's thought about these creatures and like her whole thing is i love weird stuff i'm quirky and not like those other kids yeah. So why not have her be the one that says, "Oh, I know where to get all this stuff. I'm an expert at this." It's they just right. it's just like montage of them doing. I it. think they they kind of they kind of like she did say one line of been like, "Well, he like is something a wolf like that, man or something." Yeah, like I, I don't know. I, I think that if they made more of a deal of like not knowing what yes. to do and her solving the mystery of like what these yeah. things are, maybe maybe make the things less obvious. Yeah, or like make the the items like a riddle, kind of thing. So she's got to right. use her knowledge of the strange and magical, you know, creatures to, to yeah. find these items that they need. Because yeah, they just kind of stumble across everything. They just so happen yeah. to be at the dentist on the day where a vampire is getting gonna, their yeah. tooth out. Tooth. Yeah. Like it's just, uh, yeah. Which is fine. Again, it, it didn't bother me. It could also be yeah. because I've seen this hundreds of times. Yeah. So yeah, it, probably. But so it didn't bother me. But like thinking about it logically, like this 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 time that I watched it, I really kind of sat down and tried to forget that I had ever watched it and think about this. If I were trying to fix what was wrong with the movie, and there's definitely a lot wrong with the movie. If, yeah. if I wanted to make it like better and a very good movie so yeah that that was definitely one of them is like give marnie something to do because she really doesn't do anything no um and i think too like i think for yeah like for a good movie we'd have to give more reason for the mom not wanting to be a part of the the magic right world um so I don't think they really do ever give a reason. No, I, I think like, she said they, she crashed a car in the mortal world or something, and that's how she met her husband. Right. Uh, uh, something yeah. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. And and then she just stays in the mortal world. Like I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't remember if something. And I assume their dad passed away. So even if they did something like they were at Halloween Town one year and then their dad died. Yeah. So or, then, yeah. so then she kind of just, you know, cut off that you know other life from yeah. her kids, so they wouldn't be brought into that danger, or even have yeah. having Calabar be their father. Ooh. They another movie that ends with they that want to Perfect. they want to right they uh they want to hide like she wants to hide the fact that this evil dude is their yeah. father, so she's keeping them in this world because. She knows that the, the all the Cromwells together are more powerful, and she doesn't want uh, the right. kids to go with their father and and 
you know, help him do whatever he wants to do or something. Yeah. It, there, there's really kind of. Yeah, uh, there's it, a little something there. Yeah, it, it, it's it's definitely not flawed for not having it. But I think when you think about it, it's missed. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think I think for for such a big story point, though, there's not include a reason why the mom's so against magic. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I think it's just too, it's, it's hard for an audience to accept that somebody wouldn't want to use magic. Like, yeah, especially magic that seems to not cost anything. Yeah. They, like if we're talking about like full metal alchemist. Yeah. Some people get pretty fucked <laughs> right. up. Right. But, but for this one, like she just makes chicken turn into a chicken. Like, why wouldn't you want to use that fun, fun magic? Yeah. You know, like there's never, they never really use magic for evil for anything in this movie like even the bad that guy one, like fireball and the stun spell and even that it just kind of stuns them and they fall over yeah like it doesn't actually do anything to kill them like this big bad guy he makes a f- bunch of people like go a- fall asleep in a movie theater and then he yeah. stuns them yeah you know it's the equivalent for later use he he has the equivalent of magical tasers like there's yeah. really no danger well perma tasers no well, well, no, those are pretty dangerous. Not, yeah, yeah, they can be, but yeah. I, I'm I'm more talking about with Marnie and uh, Luke at the end of the movie that fireball-y kind of yes. like white blue magic. Right. Yes, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. kind of stuns them for a second, and they they stop yeah. moving, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. And then everything else in this movie, all the magic use is used for like food and doing fun things. Like we yeah. see the mayor pull a sundae and a lollipop from out of nowhere yep. we see the we see the grandmother the chicken thing. yeah we see the chicken thing we see the grandmother do the potion where she microwaves it yep i'm trying to think of what other magic we see her fly yep in the bus and the bus is magical and sure. yeah, that's pretty much it yeah uh, i mean the the girl turns the lock into a frog right which that's what i mean like this magic seems like there's no consequence like there's no bad part like even Harry right. Potter has like they get exhausted after using magic. Yeah, and it, but this one, this one doesn't do anything. So it's kind of like, well, why would the mom not want to cast magic? Like why, even if she doesn't want to live in the witch world, she still would use magic and teach her daughters. Like it's just such a such a crazy thing. Yeah, the the magic in this almost just seems like the force, for the most part. Yeah, like it's mm. it's very much like flying around. You're well, riding we'll, we'll get a we'll get a prequel to Halloween Town and they'll, they'll explain why the people are magical. Uh, maybe why the Cromwells uh, are so well, strong. You do know that there are three sequels, right? I mean, yes. Yeah. So well, there's no prequels. There are no prequels explaining how Debbie's so strong. That would be. I would love to see that. So I think yeah. Debbie Reynolds in this movie, Agatha mm-hmm. uh, Cromwell. Is yeah. very good, I thought. Yeah, she's adorable. Yeah, like she, I think she's like the perfect, like quintessential good witch. I thought she did mm-hmm. such a great job in this movie. She was fun. I mean, a great job again for this type of Disney yes. channel. She's not going to win any yes. Oscars for this movie, but no, exactly. But I, she's having so much fun, and you can see her mm-hmm. like it's like she's giving it her all in every single line. Like she's having yeah. just the most fun playing this character. Yeah, I think too. Like that comes out in movies. Like if people are generally, like, genuinely just having fun making it, I right? Think that, that that shows. Yeah, yeah. And I hope that's true. I mean, I would hate to, you know, see a behind the scenes where everyone's just on coke. Oh God, and unhappy. Yeah. No, I I actually heard that this was like 
from the cast and crew that this was a lot of fun. Um, right. The the girl who plays Marnie, she still does like Halloween Town stuff and like right. talks about it all the yeah, time right, and right. does interviews mm-hmm. and like she's still being, uh, you know, interviewed about Halloween Town. like 20 years later right so yeah i i i really like i think maybe that is part of the charm and fun of this is you could tell that they're having fun doing this and it's just kind of a interesting adventure um so what did you think of luke Eh? like yeah i mean i think he's exactly what i thought he was gonna be yeah like the bad the bad kid turned good but the turning good happened very fast i also don't (laughs) think he really adds anything to this movie no like he doesn't really do anything. Like, like if if you merged, if you merged, I mean, it was, he was basically the love interest that Disney needs to have, like needs to have in every like I, movie, especially in the nineties. I guess, but, but even in but this, to, it was like, yeah, it wasn't. It's, I'm not saying it's good. It's just that's what they did, right? Um, but yeah, he could like like we said earlier, like if we just merged some roles, if she. If she figured out what he told her by herself, it would have been stronger for Marnie. Right. And you could you didn't need Luke. Yeah, like the only I think thing he, he was, does he in was the part movie of the is like he brings them to the movie theater. Yeah. Like he comes in every once in a while and like makes fun of Marnie and stuff like but like nothing else mm-hmm. really ever happens. Um no. and then at the very end of the movie he kind of switches sides for no reason and mm-hmm. and then pretends to be Marnie so she, Marty can get to the pumpkin but yeah uh, but like the brother could have done that but the yeah exactly that that could have been yeah. a really good actually story point for him because of this whole time he mm-hmm. hasn't believed even while he's going along and like seeing all this stuff and kind of jumping through the story and collecting all this stuff it see even even after seeing his mother and grandmother being frozen he still doesn't believe that it's happening right so this could have been a fun turnaround moment where he decides to kind of sacrifice himself so marnie can go save halloween town right so that that could be fun and yeah like luke is just so yeah not not good and i think that they describe him best in the movie he's just a weenie yeah yeah honestly <laughs> like, yeah like that that's honestly oh, the, the weenie's best there mm-hmm. that made me laugh yeah called it a weenie. yeah that's the wiener boy i think she said mm-hmm. yeah yeah but yeah i mean he was the, the like even the the first scene where was it benny the cab driver yeah yeah benny he's driving past him he's like oh some people are, are unsavable like this luke kid and it just <laughs> it just felt so forced to be yeah. like here's this kid you know Uh-oh, so the bad him, boy I think he's a bad boy uh so yeah I, again i didn't hate him i think he, i don't think he was in the movie enough for me to even hate him no he was just kind of like a okay yeah he could have just been like his part could have been merged with marnie and then maybe given to like villagers that would actually help because the villagers are kind of not helpful they're kind of like right and like they start nodding with the mayor. They're like, "Yeah, fuck those humans." And then when the like humans win, then they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, clap, clap, clap." And it's like, "You'll just shake whichever side." But all the characters were turning evil and mean, right? Oh, uh, I suppose. Right? Because even at the end, Benny was trying yeah, to were... like capture them and like bring them into the cabin. Was like very uh, aggressive, right? Okay. So I assumed yeah. that it was just him kind of slowly taking over and like brainwashing them almost to build the right. army to go and storm. They... Yeah, that's a reach though, because they did not show anything that. Because Agatha like explains that they turn like crazy and then they go disappear, but 
we've never established that some of them just turn evil. Right. Because there was mentioned that like when we they wanted to do bad to humans, it, it corrupted them and stuff like oh, that. But no. it wasn't enough to make a a connection that that's what's happening in the village. Like even just a little bit, like I don't know. Yeah. Like even showing Luke, like if Luke snapped out of a spell to become good, then yeah. we, and then I would have been like, oh, okay, then he has control over people's minds. But it he ne- it never showed that he did. Yeah. That that's. So I don't. I don't know. Yeah. And just <laughs> yeah. All I, whenever he was on screen too, all I could think of was like, he's the low budget Steve Carell. He's just, he looks so much like him, but he's not. So Who? I think I th- the bad guy, the main villain. Oh, really? Yeah. You huh. look at his face. Okay. Google his face and Google Steve Carell. I guess. But I also think that uh, we should do a reboot and Steve Carell should be the villain. I think that we should do an animated reboot. Ooh. How fun would that that's be? That's a very good idea. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A lot of films would lend themselves to animation a lot. He... He reminds me more of like like an Inigo Montoya type. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Okay, well, a hybrid of both. Let's use Deepfake and just merge both actors together. Can we talk about how evil Calabar looks just like the Emperor Palpatine? Yes. Yeah, I was going to bring that up too. Like, <laughs> it looks like Calabar looks like the love child of the Grinch and yep. Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, exactly. Or like Green yeah, the... Goblin and Emperor Palpatine or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking exactly that when I was watching it. I was like, oh my god, it's like the Grinch. Because he has the same Grinch like mouth. Right. Like, like yeah. the Jim Carrey mouth that they, they like fuse on. And and the the Palpatine like hood and, and kind of forehead. Yeah, and so, even like the roundness of the face kind of yeah. like looks like Palpatine. Yeah, it's very weird. Also, is he is he weak against the light i don't know what that was because it happens once where they open the door to leave and he kind of but he's always outside but then he just pops outside later yeah yeah he wasn't a very good villain huh no it wasn't very concise yeah he's uh he was not super yeah i like this movie a lot more when we were thinking about it (laughs) you know we're kind of ruining it i i know like uh, that that's... Super disclaimer at the start of this: Be like, if you enjoy this movie, don't watch this because we're gonna, we're gonna make it full of holes. Okay, li- and then you're ch- listen though. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm. This might be kind of jumping the shark a little bit, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I, I absolutely love this movie, and I think that if you're okay with a little bit of cheesiness and kind of able to let go mm-hmm. of some of the downfalls of this movie, I think you would really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but you kind of oh, yeah. have to be in that mindset. You have to go in knowing it's not going to be a masterpiece. It's very cheesy. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think that there's a lot that's charming and fun about it. And and I am probably biased because I, I grew yes. up watching this movie, right? So yeah, I get, but I mean, take that I, with a grain of salt. I, but. Like I laughed a couple times and it was – I mean it's the same thing as like a Hallmark movie. Yes. You know, yeah. I mean? like it's not – I mean no, I think I would put it a little bit above a Hallmark movie. Right. When you're going to watch that movie, yeah. you know exactly what you're getting. So I think in that sense, it, they have their space in our lives. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I think that there's there's a lot of charm and greatness in this movie. And I think like maybe after yeah. maybe after we'll we'll talk, we'll just kind of have a little bit of a discussion of our favorite things about this movie, because mm. there's a lot that I really kind of enjoy and, and uh, had fun with. But but yeah. first, oh. I want to talk about world building. Yes, you did. I was going to say, you're forgetting a thing. Yeah. Um, but can we talk? No, let's do that first. Okay. No, no, go ahead. Uh, d- is just one last, the Dylan character. 
Okay, yeah. He's the last character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we kind well, of briefly talked about him, but yeah. Yeah. Um, did, so, when did Harry Potter come out? I didn't want to Google this because I wanted to do this. Oh, I think that was 99. So, I feel like... Could, do you think J.K. Rowling might have watched this movie and saw the Dylan character and was maybe inspired a little bit? Uh, maybe, but also the books came out before. Oh, right. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, then never mind. So the, yeah, like, the first book was, has... the first book came out in ninety seven, and the oh, first okay. movie was two thousand one. Right. Okay. Yeah, because I was kind of like the the camera. Well, they were obsessed with extreme close ups, so they gave me a lot of close ups of everyone's face, and I was like, "This kid's giving off some serious Harry Potter vibes." Yeah, but but I think that was also probably just like nineties kids vibe. Yeah, he's he was kind of one of my favorites though. Yeah, I think that he kind of felt the most consistent. Yeah, I, I I do think that he felt the most consistent. I think maybe mm-hmm. besides uh, uh, Sophie, the no, the grandmother, mm. maybe because he was very one note. Yeah, he, and and he was very kind of. Well, I think he was a good contrast for yeah, everything going on. I agree. Yeah, he kind of grounded us in the situation, and then Marnie kind right. of was supposed to be our like way into the story. Mm-hmm. That's what they they wanted. So I think that. They had a good idea for the dynamic. Whether it yep. worked or not, I, I think it worked. It could have been stronger, is the yes. thing. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it definitely worked, and, and his character was funny. He had a really uh, a couple of really funny lines, I thought. Yeah. Like, he was talking about Arbor Day or something. Like, why don't you enjoy a different holiday like Arbor Day? Trees are cool, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah he had a, f- a few facts that were just funny yeah. to spout out. Or something. He says something about the ghost working out too, which which made me laugh. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Something about like why would a ghost even work out or something like that. I'm like, that's true. Yeah, why would why, a ghost even be why is this? So like him kind yeah. of pointing out the fact that a lot of this is goofy and and weird. Yeah. Kind of helps it along, I think. Because yeah, then you know like that it's movie. yeah. Then then you know it's not taking itself too seriously as well. They know yeah. that it's this fun, whimsical kind of childlike thing. And also, one last thing before we jump into the world building. Yeah, the 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 book where everyone's like, "This looks like Marnie," and I was just like, "Could we not get like a better picture of somebody that actually looks like Marnie?" <laughs> right, and not just like a generic illustration of a brunette. Yeah, like, I felt like I feel like that must have been drawn before they cast her. Yeah. So they were just like, so just like uh, this is kind of the brief description of what we want the character to look like. Yeah. So work with that, please. Because like it's a Disney movie, could they not like get a Disney designer <laughs> right. for like a few days right. to make those pages? Not, like, I feel like not on the four million dollar budget, Joel. Nah, you're right. Maybe, it's true. maybe if it wasn't cut from the thirty million. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That still hurts my soul because I can uh... I can. Like, just being in the... I mean, it's not the same industry, but it's a similar industry. Imagine like just, this story if it had a like, $30 million budget. Like, let's say me and you, uh, like, get get a series. Like, when we do get a series one day, like, when this becomes so popular that people want to hear our ideas. J&J lose the um, plot the movie, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, we we wrote and storyboarded and, like, even maybe in Cut Lot of Laika and the idea that it's thirty million, and then we go in a meeting, and they're like, "It's actually four. Like, how Ugh. how hard would it be not to just quit that movie? Yeah, that's because that is rough. It's a crazy amount of money. Like, and like all the all the conversations you would have had with like industry f- 
people, like just just everything. We're yeah. just ugh, ugh, I can't even. Ugh, it's gross. Mm-hmm. Like usually things get cut, like you know, ten percent or for sure. Just small, but like, that's small huge. cuts, but not that's huge. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That one was my last thing. So let's talk about world building. Yeah. Okay. Let's world let's building. jump into world building a little bit. Yeah. Um. So going back to the Zootopia thing, I think that. Zootopia did a very good job of building a world around the people and the creatures that lived within it. Everything yes. felt like yeah, it was it's, there it's, on purpose, I mean, it, and it like every little tiny thing was there because it was there to make the people's lives better and to cater to that world, right? And yes. Halloween yeah. Town felt was just like, normal town with pumpkins, yeah. Like it, yeah. it, it felt like I could go to my hometown and go to the town square, and it would look the same because it's Halloween yes. time. Yeah, like it wasn't really. No, you, you're yeah, hundred percent right. Super special, right? But that was that was kind of one of my problems with the Pikachu, uh, um, detective movie. Fuck, uh, detective Pikachu. Yeah, there you go. The Pikachu detective <laughs> like, movie. How, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do I organize those words? <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Like, that was my one problem. I mean, I remember me and you talking about it a, a lot when we first saw the trailer. Right. I was like, it just feels like they took the real world and they slapped some Pokemons in there. Now, the movie did a little bit better job than I thought, mm-hmm. but it still just felt like Pokemon in the real world. And I think, to me, that is a really big flaw. But I think in Zootopia and Pikachu is more important because the tone is much more right serious. Yeah. Whereas this one was like... Was set off as goofy, so like I wasn't expecting there to be a world. I think that Detective Pikachu and Zootopia do the job that they're supposed to do for world building, but it's very separate. Where Zootopia kind of built the world around the creatures that live in it. Yes. Pokemon had the real world. And then use the variety of Pokemon with the different abilities and put them in the world where they think that they would belong best. Yeah. And when you compare Detective Pikachu to the anime, I agree with you. I think that the world in the the shows and the anime and the video games is stronger than the movie. I think yeah. the movie worked because they they kind of flipped it and then again they they kind of put the Pokemon where they belonged in the real world rather than making the real mm-hmm. world about Pokemon. Yeah. Um, so, again, I, I agree. I think it might have been better if they would have done the opposite, but I think it was still successful in its own way, where this movie really yeah, right, just yeah. felt like... The pumpkins pump, in the real world, yeah, like masks. Yeah, like there was really no difference between a Halloween on, you know on their block when everybody's running around trick-or-treating to this town where everybody's walking around in costumes doing whatever. Yeah. Like there was nothing about it that felt special. No, Um, you kind of forgot that you were like in a different world really. Yeah. And and that's why I think animate something like animation could Mm -hmm. kind of add to that and kind of give it that extra something because you can you you are building everything from scratch so you're not kind of limited to um what you're what you have on set you can kind of design everything around the characters yeah and then you just have to add a few fart jokes that's animation that's animation that's a that's a little animation to to tip from josh and joel yeah yeah you just Just add farts yeah 
Just toot. Just toot a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I think an uh, animated version of this film would be beautiful. Yeah. I think if done very right, because it, it, I love especially like Ghibli films because I feel like the stories are lighter mm-hmm. um, than a lot of films we've been seeing lately. Like, you know, it's almost. I mean, I know this one kind of had the end of the world hinted at because he's trying to take over the human world again. Right. But like, I just feel like, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I guess because we didn't. Like, I think if it was done today by, like, a, you know, run-of-the-mill studio, it would be, like, the kids would try to stop him, they would fail, he would get into the real world, he would destroy a lot of it, and then the kids would rescue, like, yeah. they always, now movies kind of give you that, well, it fucked up, this is what happens, and then they fix it. Yeah. Which is cool sometimes, but when it's done in every movie, it becomes very tiresome. Yeah. Because you know, you're like, okay, well, they're going to fail. Okay, there it is. And now they're going to win. And there it is. Um, so, so I think, but like uh, uh, Ghibli films, like they do very good at just kind of like a simple delivery, very beautiful visuals. And then they just wrap it up and it's kind of just, I don't know, it's just nice. So I feel like if they took that approach... Yeah, they and... they usually do really well with like building the world around those characters too, and it really feels yeah. like lived in and real, mm-hmm. even in this. But I think too that place. that comes to how much time goes into building an yes. animation. Yeah, um, because it's you know you have like you said you have to craft you don't get anything for free, so you have to craft everything. So everything has a thought behind it. Right. Um, I mean, most studios, I'm sure. A lot of studios, I think, are, you know, sharing assets, especially like cities and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's movies. Out I faster, think that's but... good too, because then you can yeah. you have more time to build. Like like for Halloween Town, for example, you have mm-hmm. more time to focus on this other world. You could just use yes. the same. Oh yes, you know, of course, right? City mm-hmm. block that you've used for all of your other animated movies. Who cares about that? You're in it for a couple of seconds the beginning of the movie yeah. like let's focus on what's really going to make this movie special and kind of yeah, i think it depends right. though because like if your movie style is so different that's that no that, that is very true i i agree but yeah i i guess if you if you have a, a very specific style you could probably share assets mm-hmm. but yeah but yeah no i i kind of wanted to see more like mm-hmm. uh, i don't know like Maybe if they had like creatures of different sizes, they can kind of go around mm-hmm. and you know, how do the yeah. how do the creatures here eat and you know take the the bus? Like, is is it just a regular bus? Do, like, what about the big monsters? How do they get into the bus yeah. and like? What well, kind of like a monsters universe? Right. Monsters, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Really, kind of show the different visuals and make it special because really there was nothing special about any of these fools. No, exactly. Like, I'm the tooth fairy. Like that's, that's why they call me the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. 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 But yeah, you're right. I, I never even thought of that. But uh, I don't know if now. I just want that. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we better get on it, Joel. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, uh, so I think the world building could have been better, and I mean. I think I'm I'm also a little bit thankful too that they didn't go too crazy with the backstory. No, exactly. They kind of just did it in like a one-off line that the grandmother says at the beginning of the movie where she says something like at you know a long time ago 
humans and these creatures yeah, lived yeah. in harmony, but then they started fighting, and then we went into we went to this other world. That way, you know, we weren't fighting all the time, and yeah, slowly and over and time, and Marnie's like, oh, us. like when. Or Dylan's like, oh, when Marnie's left left my room or whatever, yeah. and it's kind of just like a a small little like tidbit of yeah, that's enough because it doesn't really affect this this story they're telling, so it doesn't need to be more than right. That. And you you the only ever time the only other time it really ever comes up is when Calabar's like, well, I'm gonna we're gonna open up the portal and go back to the human world, yeah. and then they don't doesn't ever really talk about it or do anything about it again. No. Um, and then it kind of becomes about the mom, I think. Yeah. It would have been yeah, that's kind of it weird. would have been better if like maybe Calabar was just after Merlin's talisman. Yeah. Like that could Yeah, I don't be know cool. why they threw the the mom dating thing in there at the end, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Movie sometimes movies want to connect everything, right? So sometimes they just don't want to leave a they're like, oh, what if, what if? And they just connect that string yeah. and you're like, you don't need to do that to every single thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think the world building could have been a little bit better. Get some more unique mm-hmm. creatures. Um, you can, and again, it's it's because of the budget. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm sure. gonna point to this anyways. But you can definitely see where a lot of the characters were were reused. Yes. Um, especially since, yeah. and it, it, I think it's just more noticeable too because it's talked about this whole new world with thousands of creatures in it, where all you know all these mm-hmm. creatures live in this one place. And then you kind of yeah. just see the same ones over and over again. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, maybe see like see how the vampires live there and how they kind of fly around and turn into bats, or maybe during yeah. the day they've kind Flavor. of they've kind of yeah they've got to walk around with umbrellas or you know something like give me something that makes make this makes this place different than uh, Earth besides the people look different yeah because yeah. we don't even really see anybody in the, the halloween town use magic besides the grandmother yeah and again just more magic yeah don't be afraid to use magic yeah but magic magic costs money boy magic magic is money money is magic yeah. so okay uh let's yeah. let's uh i'm gonna start talking about something i really love about this movie now too okay the music. Oh, I didn't even notice it. Mark Mothersbro is the composer, and he right. is amazing. I absolutely love the music in Halloween Town. Whenever I hear the the tune at the beginning, it it just like it gets me so excited for Halloween. It like puts me right, right into that like spooky fall mood. I absolutely yeah. love it, and I think that it nails the the tone that this movie is going for and it's spooky and kind of scary and dark when it needs to be it's light and fluffy and fun it is so good and he does an amazing job and uh he actually does a lot of scores for big budget movies now like he just did the score for thor ragnarok which i think might be the movie with the best sound with the best score in all of the mcu Hmm, I agree. Uh, Black Panther, Ragnarok, and probably the Guardians films as well are pretty good for for music. I think that ha- partially has to do with um, the the fact that there's actual songs th- played throughout Guardians, but I think the score yeah. is also a little bit stronger in Guardians as well. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I I absolutely love the music in this movie. Right. Are you listening to it now? 
I'm trying to, but my audio setup is not okay. allowing me to do it. So can't um, do it. Maybe I'll start playing a little bit of it while, uh, like, in the background as as we're talking about this. Oh, I don't, I, I don't know. Do I don't know. I I can't. I don't see why not. What are they gonna do? I think Disney has a few lawyers. I guess. Do you think that Disney like one or two? Do you think Disney's gonna listen to our podcast and take it down? I think eventually we make millions and millions of dollars. Okay. And they have our own TV show. That's the reason why our movie is cut in this alternate universe. Because we get sued by Disney and we lose $24 oh million. Oh, my God. Do you want that to happen? No, I don't want that to happen. Okay. Phew. Good. Okay. Never mind. Forget it. Yeah. Thank you. It's but, very dangerous. But, yeah. The the score but is Because you absolutely... sing it for me, though. Yeah. There's no lyrics. So, I could just, like... But, like, but like could you hum yeah, it? Yeah. It's like a... It's so good. Like it's it's ah, cheery and fun yeah. and no, you made it pop in. It's mm-hmm. it's got like this kind of spooky undertones, even when it's like kind of lighthearted and fun. Like I, I don't know, I yeah. I really love the score in this movie. Again, mm-hmm. it it might be because it's just so nostalgic for me, but every time I hear it, it's it just gets me so excited. Yeah, that's like, what I was gonna say. It's probably nostalgia like you know, like connects that because we we connect sounds and smells like more than anything right. else right i think so like that sound definitely just like oh it's fall mm-hmm. like it, it's for you now yeah. it's your so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no it's because yeah it's I, I don't think anything stood out for me i think the thing i liked most was just that it knew what tone it wanted mm-hmm. to be and it never switched yeah like a lot of movies now have a hard time just being a tone and this one for all its other blunders its success was that it knew like from the start to the end it never switched yeah tones it was just goofy the whole way and they never tried to be like anything else but that yeah no i agree yeah Yeah. so so i think all in all this movie was fun it's got some really spooky moments and some like heartfelt moments and it's cheesy throughout the entire thing so mm-hmm. if like corny movies are not your thing, I would not recommend this. But if you are down to kind of just have, <laughs> down to clown. have fun a little bit and enjoy the Halloween season, I think that I would definitely recommend this movie. Agreed. Okay, good. I, I'm very happy that you enjoyed this movie so much, honestly. Yeah. I, I was worried. Yeah. And I, I'm not completely dead inside. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Yeah, not 100%. <laughs> okay. All right, so now that we are done chatting about Halloween Town, boom! You want to talk about what's going on in the world? Yeah, I had a thing I want to bring okay, up. Okay, bring it up because we were just talking about money. Oh. But apparently, I don't know if you you saw, but a bunch of places are reporting that a bidding war for South Park streaming rights. Oh, interesting! I did he- I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah. So it's around. Wait, there's six companies are bidding on it. Apparently, right. And it's re- it could reach up to five hundred million dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, that because they just finished a deal with Hulu for one hundred ninety-two million, mm-hmm. and now they're they're thinking it's gonna be four hundred fifty to five hundred million dollars, wow. which is that's like this show's already made. Like that's just extra cash. That's, that's the crazy part of this entertainment industry is that there's so much money. You know, that, once the show is popular, that makes sense because a lot of times shows when they make their most the, the most money is when they reach syndication it's the reruns yes. that make a lot of money and yeah now with cable pretty much dead 
reruns mm-hmm. are when you binge a show over and over again on Netflix or Hulu yeah. or Amazon or whatever, it, it, right? It so, gets them the subscription, right? So for them, it makes sense to do it. Yeah. It's just, it's so much money. Like, that's crazy amounts of money. Yeah. So, and, and there's, there's like, like seasons and seasons of South Park now. Yeah, they're yeah, they're I think season twenty or something. Yeah, they're 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 definitely in their twenties, right? To the Google. Yeah, let me. They are on season season twenty four, twenty three, twenty three. Yeah, damn. So yeah, and it's the the twenty third season is airing right now. Yeah, dang. Yeah, so that's that's crazy. That's that's another thing too. That's probably also like it's a popular show that's still running and has twenty three yep. seasons. That's insane. Yeah. So yeah, it's a huge library. It's definitely I get why, but it's it's it's, it's baffling to me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's just a lot of money yeah, that, for something that's already made. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's insane. I guess it's probably for multiple years. Let me see if they say how many years. It's oh, be. it's got to be right. Like, it's got to yeah, be at least multiple. five. I would assume. I would assume. Yeah, I don't think it says. Well, I think that like like shows like Friends and The Office and stuff like that on, on Netflix, I think it was like five years at least for those deals. Yeah. I can't see them making a five hundred million dollar deal and for for one year. Mm-hmm. Right. No, exactly. So it's yeah, it's gotta span over multiple years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So wow. That's crazy. Crazy. Going off of uh the <laughs> South Park uh news Trios of yeah. Horrors uh, is going to be the new Trio- Simpsons Trios of Horror uh, episode is oh, coming yeah. out soon, and it's their 666th episode. Yeah, ah, gee. which is yeah, that's a lot of episodes too. God, oh, I haven't watched them since a long time. Right, like yeah, I, I haven't in a while either. I heard that it mm-hmm. kind of went downhill, but I assume that there's still got to be some good gems in there somewhere. Probably, right? I would assume, and I. I I feel like Simpsons has always kind of changed and evolved yes. with yeah. society. Yeah. Um, where like something like well, I feel like so- too they've always been they've always kind of been the not white bread but kind of the calmed version of adult cartoons. Yeah. And I think I think now we've kind of gone so far in one direction that Simpsons just feels kind of bland. Yeah, that's fair. To some, but I think I think they've reached like some episodes like where they do political humor and stuff can be very good. Mm-hmm. Like so, I don't know. I just haven't watched. I think the last one I watched was a three hundred episode. Right. Yeah, I'll have to go revisit that. I mean, now it's going to be so on long. Disney Plus, right? Right. So I can. I'm definitely going to go and revisit a lot of this, especially the older seasons. Mm-hmm. Like some of them are so good. You have like Conan mm-hmm. O'Brien writing, and then you've got like yeah Brad Bird directing. Like oh. Yeah, the, uh, some of those older episodes are great. Like the monorail episode is one of my favorites. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Another thing I want to chat about real quick, um, super quick, was Daniel Kaluuya. Do you know who that is? I I'm probably butchering no. this name, by the way. Kaluuya. Probably. He was in Get Out, and he was also in okay. Black Panther. Okay. He was not in Mbaku. He was. He was T'Challa's friend in Black Panther. Okay. He he was like the one who had the pet rhino, and Okoyo is uh, like in a relationship, I guess, with him. Yes. Um, sure. So he apparently is in talks to direct, I believe, or start working on a Barney movie. Joel. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. 
Whoa. Yeah. What is that going to be like? I hope it's a gritty reboot. Gritty reboot. That would actually be so great if they somehow got the rights to that and they did like a kaiju, like Godzilla monster movie with Barney. How freaking great would that be? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they really need to. (laughs) I don't think Barney's still a thing, right? A thing? I don't think so. I don't know, actually. Let me see. When did Barney die? Let me just Google that. <laughs> is Barney dead? A revival had been announced in 2015. Oh, it had been announced in 2015 to premiere in 2017, but to date, this has not occurred. Hmm. So it looks like it ended in 2009. Damn. That's like a good 90, decade of nothing. 92 to 2009, it, it, it was going on. Barney died. Then yeah. we had... The resurrection of Barney in 2015. And but he nothing. didn't come back. He didn't come back. They wanted to come him back. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a weird That's a weird move. It's going to have to be a great reboot. It's, it's going to oh have to get God. these 30 somethings in there. Yeah. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. Are they going to make it a puppet or a costume? Are they going to animate it? I wonder what's going on. That'll be interesting. I don't know. That'll be interesting to see. I, I mean, it might also just be another, like, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's just a weird Grab, like choice for like an actor or director too, right? Like I, I wonder what the game is there with getting him. I don't to get anybody with a name to honor. Right. Because Barney's not remembered anymore. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's a little weird. Yeah, maybe we'll be shocked. Maybe yeah. it'll be movie of the year 2023. Maybe. Maybe. We never know. But all right, Joel, let's end this thing. Yeah. Well, that's it for J&J Lose the Plot. Join us next week for more stuff. Yeah. And uh, next week, we're actually going to be having a special episode. It's going to be... Spooky Halloween. Yeah, it's going to be our spooky Halloween episode. We are going to be watching 13 Ghosts. Um, Mm -hmm. So, stay... The remake. What year was that? That was in 2001. Oh, I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to say 2001. Let's go with it. Let's just go with it. Yeah, so we're going to be watching 13 Ghosts. We are going to definitely be putting out, out a question that's Halloween-based. So we want to hear what you guys have to say um, mm-hmm. about that. So please go head over to our Twitter at JJ Lose the Plot, or head over to Facebook at J&J Lose the Plot. And yeah, share with your yeah, friends. Yeah, give us a follow, share the podcast with your friends. And we want to know what you guys think about the podcast and about the movie. So let's keep this conversation going and uh, chat with us there. So before we head out, I, I want to thank the Musical Ghost for these for a theme song, Swing All Night and Day. And uh, I think now we're now I think now we're officially done. Well, no, I have to thank our listeners for watching with the ears. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Do that. All right. And thank you for watching the ears. <laughs> Bye. What an ending. <laughs> <laughs>